are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Zambrano. And I'm Evan Klosky. Back again. It's been a minute, and we are glad to have uh, Evan back on the show. We are the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your very first listen every day. Be sure to check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Locked On Rays, as well as all the other podcasting platforms. You can also find us on the social medias and email us anytime, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. In fact, we do have a mailbag episode today with Evan, so it uh, gives you more reason to send those mailbag questions, comments, con- uh, and concerns and hot takes into us as well. All right, um, before we dive into those mailbag questions, um, Evan, brief, brief synopsis on how the Rays fared, your evaluation of the Rays against the Minnesota Twinkies. You got the job done, right? I think, uh, you know, the Rays coming out of that that uh, July slumber of whatever the heck we watched, um, they're, they're continuing to win pretty much every series these days uh, with, you know, some exceptions, but uh, that's the goal, you know, take two or three, take three or four, you know, two or four, whatever it might be um, outside of the the next series that's coming up, which seems pretty, pretty important to take as many as you can get. But I thought overall really impressed uh, once again, kind of with, with Tyler Glass now, I know he gave up the three-run homer, kind of pooped out there maybe maybe an inning too soon. But he looks like a big old problem uh, mm-hmm. coming down the stretch here. Hopefully he stays healthy. They need him desperately. But, man, giving that guy the ball in game one, like if I'm the opposing team, I'm pretty scared about that. So go to Littell. This guy has emerged as just such a, a fantastic kind of fourth and fifth starter. You know, he was really kind of that give up four runs per game type dude. And again, uh, I don't even blame him for the home run he gave up. The guy golfed it out of there. It was it was a good pitch. It was, I mean, it was a ball. And sometimes major leaguers do special things too from the hitting side. Uh, but but he continues to eat up innings, which I think is so important for this rotation and what they have going on. Um, and and Taj is is, is progressing. Uh, the pitch mix is working in his favor. Still think he's a little young and immature in the sense of kind of how we, we used to watch Shane McClanahan when he was younger. It would snowball a little bit, and he wouldn't be able to course correct on the fly. And then, you know, recently before Tommy John, you know, we, especially at the beginning of this year, Shane McClanahan had an elite level of getting himself into trouble and correcting immediately to avoid it altogether. So I think you're seeing the very beginnings of Taj Bradley uh, being a, a pretty solid two or three in this league. But, um, I, you know, the, Yanni Diaz, his his balls are okay. And I think we're, uh, you know, as long as, as he's doing well, I think that for the most part, the Rays fans base is doing well too. Yeah, uh, testicular contusion. Uh, only Yandy Diaz would be able to play a baseball game in less than 12 hours of being told that he has a testicular contusion. I think every other man that's watching this uh, this show would be like, I'm going to take 
a day or two, but not Yandy Diaz. I, yeah, I think that was just like I really wanted Ray's PR to send like a note to all media members like Yandy Diaz left game for getting hit in the nuts. Like I just <laughs> I really wanted that. Um, I certainly had fun with that on air uh, the I other bet. day. But yeah. yeah, I mean, he is like top three MVP guy. Otani's going to win the award still, yeah. even missing the last month of action. But like, if you took Otani out of the equation, there's a debate. There's a strong debate for Yandi. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, boys, it's time for mailbags, Kevin. Ulysses, we do have to get to those mailbag questions, but first we have to tell the audience about eBay motors, passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, style, eBay Motors has got you covered with it all. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money is returned. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that W. Keep your ride or die alive at eBay dot com slash motors ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers it's very important eligible items only exclusions do apply all right getting into these mailbag questions we have a trio of them this first one from sam he posits to us can we go 700 plus to finish the regular campaign and set a new franchise record of 101 wins after that historic 13 and 0 start. I'm not superstitious, but not washing this powder blue Jersey until then either. We've been on a tear here late when it matters. Just kidding. I'm completely superstitious. Just a little stitious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Probably not. Let me say this. If they do hit a hundo, um, there is, or in this case, right, 101, uh, which means that they would go 11-4 and four here down the stretch, I would argue they're going to win a division. Because to do that, um, you would think that they're going to take at least three or four from the Orioles. If they're going to have a run like that, they're going to have to take three or four. Odds say that they're probably going to split in Baltimore. That's just what conventional wisdom tells us. Both really good teams, probably evenly matched. Baltimore has gotten a little bit better of Tampa Bay in the season series, which means there has to be some balancing out. But overall, um, I think that you're probably going to get a 204 there. Then they play the Angels. Uh, would, would argue you probably have to sweep that uh, if you want to win the division. So that puts you at five wins. And then you have to go um, – between the what you have six with the Blue Jays and and two with the 
you have the, two, uh, the Red Sox. Two with the Red Sox, and then six with the the Blue Jays. One and one, like one is a home, yeah, and one is the visitor, yeah. So then, what you got to go five and three in that stretch. So I mean, that puts you at two with a sweep with the Angels. That's five, and then going five and three to finish it out. That that's sort of your formula there to hundred. Very possible, um, to be honest. I just. just it's i don't know um it's basically really tough yeah exactly I, I i don't imagine even against a team like the angels you're probably gonna slip up once my my guess is they're probably a 98 win team yeah that's, that's, uh you know that puts them at one game uh sorry that that uh doing that what is that eight and seven down the stretch right yeah um 98 puts them there uh even 99 puts them at nine and nine and uh six so 98-99 seems about right. Question. And, and, if – yeah, sorry, just one thing. If yeah. the Rays actually do pull this off and get to 101 wins, how does Kevin Cash not win American League Manager of the Year? Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't really know how he wouldn't. I mean, because what your stiffest competition is, is what? Baltimore, right? Yeah. And – considering everything the Rays have gone through this year and to win a hundred plus, like it was only magical for a small stint. Even in the beginning, you didn't have glass now, but, but you were pretty fully stocked and the amount of injuries, if we went through all the starting pitchers, you know, honestly, I, I'd love to give Kyle Snyder an award. Yeah. <laughs> like Kyle Snyder, I think, has made this might be his his um his Sistine Chapel, right? Like this this season, I mean, where do we even start? Yeah. Is, like yeah. even when Fangrass is coming out with an article being like, we don't understand why they chose to do this with Zach Littell. All the numbers tell us that this is not the guy to do it with, and yet here we are. What they saw, what they have behind the scenes, I don't know. But it's amazing. The way they turned around the bullpen is amazing. Yeah. The the way that he's turned uh, Robert Stevenson into elite. A, a, an elite. He would be a shutdown closer on any other team right now if you just dropped him. I would say there's probably a handful of teams that are probably would choose their closer over him. Um, a, a small handful, you know, I, I just, it's, it's been truly impressive to, to watch them overcome adversity time and time again, including that, that God awful slump where you can roll back the tape on what I was saying and a bunch of things I was scared about. And I, I still am to, to, to a little extent of it, but, um, it's, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think you have to award it to him. The, the slump, the injuries, the off-the-field issues with Wander. Uh, and then, I mean, basically, you look at the active roster right now. you got six, seven position players, at least a handful of position players that are rookies that are getting meaningful action. So for yeah. what they're doing is is absolutely remarkable. Yeah, I think um, uh, Kyle Snyder would get support from the likes of uh, Bob Stevenson, from Zach Littell, from Sean Armstrong, from others. 
as well. So I, I yeah. would I would love to see a pie chart of how much responsibility on this pitching <laughs> staff did the different factors have. For example, um, the front office, the department that that focuses on 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 pitching. Is it twenty five percent? Is it thirty percent? Kyle Snyder. Is it eighty percent? Is it fifty percent? I would love to see a pie chart on all the different factors that have made this pitching staff what it is, obviously taking out the players because obviously the players are the main factor, but just the outside, I would love to see a pie chart. I think it would be really interesting to see how the different parts, you know, combine it so that we can see the product on the field. And the other thing too, is uh, I, you know, if, if the Rays were to get 101 wins, heck, whatever, happens the rest of the season credit to the coaching staff and everybody in the front office for holding forward and holding ship and putting together a successful season um but you just wonder if the people that are voting for this award if they understand the context and all that has happened to the rays this season uh beyond the 13 and 0 start that was so just wanted to throw that out there um second question before we take another breather here from steve rains we've heard from him once or twice before he says Isak Paredes rounding third base and dropping a subtle you can't see me to the opponent's dugout might be my favorite flex on national television. Which race flex do you guys like the most? And just to add in a little uh, add a little addendum here, you could maybe go for obviously the Randy uh, crossed arms gesture. You could go for the Jose Siri bat flip. Um, there might be another one or two out there. So what say you guys? Um, series also, uh, another point that I forgot to bring up in the Minnesota series, uh, and, and maybe at the end of this episode, if we have a little time, I'll touch on how the team can over my thoughts on the series injury, which, you know, uh, he's going to be out the rest of the regular yeah. season. And you just oh, I'm, we're, we're saving that for the Friday episode. I Got wanted it. to oh, get that's your, right, uh, that's right, that's right. get your okay. point on that. Okay. Um, the, the, the answer is simple here, and it's Randy Rosarena. Like, here's the thing with Isak Credes, right? That's that's the John Cena. He got mm. that from somewhere. Randy, that's the Randy. Like, that's his. That is his thing. So much so that LSU, uh, you know, Tommy White, who grew up in St. Pete, he brought that over to the LSU dugout, and then they all did it during their national championship campaign. The Randy, like, he started something. It's his it's original and only like he can do it so consistently to the point where I don't think teams take offense to it. Right. It can look like showboating early on. We sort of got that. Is he showing up teams and like, he does it every, he does it on a single, he does it on a double. It's just, it's just what he does. So it's Randy, but the swaggiest flex is always a Jose Siri home run. Uh, when he, when he knows it's out and he does the old stare down walk move for like four, for four steps, it's that's always a, a fun one to see. I'm gonna take. I, I agree with everything you've said, but just to include more names on uh, on the pool here, uh, I love the the subtlety of Josh Lowe and 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 Harold Ramirez. Yeah, the low, you know, get, getting that L with the arms, and then yeah. the H here with yeah. Harold. I well, think they, that's a, such a subtle thing. I, I I love that. Well, that's a thing. Is really when people need something, you know. Brandon Lau does his own L. Um, they, they, I saw Josh Lowe and Luke Rayleigh were trying to get Isak to do this for an eye. <laughs> okay. Like, um, 
I'm trying to think, but you know, that's, uh, I, I forget. Did, did need do like a, so, you know, that's pretty much like their thing. Everyone, when they need something, that's like the, every team kind of has what they go over to the dugout and do right. The Dodgers have their, their old yeah. school. So that, I don't know if that's, uh, you know, you can say that Josh Lowe is like the best of them. I, you know, I do like that for an L, but yeah, uh, especially when he's rounding third after a home run, does the double pump. But yeah, no, I, uh, I, I think they're uh, they're all good. Kevin, do you have a favorite one? Well, I just want to throw out another option that I don't know. Well, I can say I had never seen this before. So maybe in a way, this guy invented this on the defensive side. The old Wander Franco flipping ball to himself on the routine grounder yeah also also can uh, let's go back to siri of course the home run one the flat bat flip and the walking too but let's not forget he legitimately is called el rayo and he has a tattoo of a lightning bolt and the dude shows off the 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 tattoo when he rounds third and and when the cameras are on him so that's also pretty cool like you have a tattoo on your body and that's how you celebrate by showing it off every time i think that's pretty cool yeah. yeah, no, it, it, that's certainly up there. Uh, Siri, Siri oozes with swag. Um, like, like for, I would like for him to ooze with a little more walks, but you know, <laughs> a little more getting on base for sure. <laughs> a, little, a, little less, a little less breeze. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, um, we have another mailbag question to hit on, but Ulysses, we have to tell the audience about something extremely important. That is correct. Well, modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains can be fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment that you need. Jace Medical is your solution. Just fill out their online form, and one of Jace Medical's board-certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then Jace will send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies where your order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions anytime. Everyone should be empowered to take care of themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using promo code LOCKED ON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J A S E medical.com. Use promo code LOCKED ON for $20 off at jacemedical.com. All right, this final mailbag question from Cindy has a question about shortstops and not Wander Franco. Franco, thank you. Um, she says, question, do you see Isak Predes being able to help out at the shortstop position? Sure, because we've seen it already. Would I advise for it down the home stretch here? Probably not, uh, though I'll tell you this, I'd rather see Isak Paredes there than Vidal Brujan. Yeah. Like, I just, I, you know, I get it. I get it. But I, I, I've seen enough. You know, you're you're in the, the heart of, of a, a playoff push to try to win the AL East and get a bye. It's just not working out with him at short. 
Put him at third. Put him at second. Put him in the outfield. I don't care. But shortstop's been a problem. It has been. And it just it's not comfortable for him for whatever reason. I don't care how many games he's played. He does not look comfortable out there. And whether a ball takes a certain hop, what you can explain every every error away. You can we can all do that with every error, every physical error. Yeah. You can explain it away. The, the fact of the matter is, um, and I know they want to give him a day off because he's got injuries, so you just kind of have to deal with it. But uh, Taylor Walls has to be out there, you know, uh, for all of his faults at the plate, is at least late in games. If you're going to start Basabe, you know, I like I like Oslavis. Uh, you know, he's a scrappy kind of kind of hitter, has, has flashed with the glove a little more than I anticipated. But his bat isn't anything to brag about either. Uh, he hasn't really come up and, 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 and wooed us in that regard. So uh, I think there's something very interesting about this. And they tried it out before, right? Like Lau, Predes, Mead, if Mead can be a thing, or somebody at third base, <clears throat> Caminero, <clears throat> um, to to kind of fill that infield, and with Yandi at first, like holy smokes, the amount of hitters you have. I mean, that's by the way, that's the future of what the Rays are. That's what they're they're building in their farm system with their draft, and why they keep, you know, I mean, other teams are doing this now, but the Rays were on it maybe maybe a year earlier of getting all the shortstops uh, and then placing them wherever they have to be because they're so athletic. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what they're building. So, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with the Wander Franco stuff in the off season. We'll discuss what they do at shortstop period, but um, you know, th- there's a whole debate that we'll, I'm sure we'll have a postseason episode. I posed it on, on Twitter before. And to me, um, it, it might be worth the risk in some regards, if you're going to give walls a breather to just put Predes out there and deal with the massive upside with your bats versus whatever you're trying to do with hanging out in the middle because Bruhan doesn't give you bat or glove right now. So you literally just have speed. Yeah. Um, I I put this on on Twitter. Like, how much... How how much does Basabe need to hit? Because overall value is what matters. Kevin and I have talked about this endless times. Like I don't care if you are the best Gold Glove out there. If you can't hit a lick, overall value is what matters. So the question is, how much does Basabe need to hit in order for his over overall value to be over? what Taylor Walls uh, can provide for you in the lineup. Because you said, oh, I need Taylor Walls out there. I like the second part you said, which was, or maybe as a defensive replacement. I like that. I know right now, Walls, of course, is is having a better OPS, at least by 20 points than Basabe. But my question is, if Basabe can develop a better bat than what Walls has shown, how much of a difference you need to see at the plate to say, yeah, he's I, I need more Basabe than Walls? I mean, he's he's at least let's get him to 250 and get talking. I mean, at this point, he's a 221 hitter, 284 OBP, 608 OPS. So I agree with you on all like the walls can't hit worth a lick kind of stuff. Though in the Minnesota series, he pretty much carried this team in that game too. To or sorry, in the uh, in the first game to get them that win with the three run yeah. homer, uh, first one since May 14th, I believe. 
having said that, you're not getting that much of an upgrade in your in your bat with Basabe. No, 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 not, not right now. No, yeah, no. You, yeah right you're now, definitely not, not getting not one right now. now. Maybe it's in the so, future. Yeah. yeah. Oh, in the future? Well, yeah, yeah. What What yeah, is that? My, my, to me, I think there's more. Or I, first off, Carson Williams is going to be the future of the shortstop if Wander doesn't. You know, if he's yeah. if he's done for with whatever happened with the investigation. So that that's your shortstop of the future. So, you know, Basabe needs to at least be a two seventy hitter. Like two, he's not even throughout his ML, his minor league baseball career. He's never wowed you with OPS. That's not what he does. But right. if you look at his averages, he's always hit for average. He's always gotten on base. So at minimum, he has to be 270. And for him to sustain a, a starting spot or to find a regular spot in a lineup, he's got to be hitting around 300 because of his skill set. You know, now if he's an elite defender and we, you know, we get, all, we get to see more of him, we can start decreasing that average a little bit. But it's a very limited skill set for him. The same thing I've always said with Aranda. I love Jonathan Aranda, but unless you can come up here and hit 300 with your limited skill set, you you can't stick because you you we already got Harold Ramirez who does that job. And guess what? He hits 300, except in the month of July where he was ripping everyone's head off. And that's the problem with guys like him, right? Because when you're not hitting, you are a huge detriment to the team. I can't put you in the field. You're not hitting. You are doing nothing positive for us. Nothing. At least Taylor Walls, for the most part, outside of that one game when he returned and he forgot how to field the ground ball all of a sudden. Um, at least for Taylor Walls, it's like, yeah, you can't hit, but I've seen you make yeah. a million great plays. And at least I know that when you're stinking here, you're going to provide for me here. Like Harold, Aranda, um, those like, and, and Bruhan, who's supposed to have a, a better glove than what he's shown. Um, you know, but Bruhan has fallen into that category a little bit of your gloves, not amplifying your game. So now you have to do something in the hitting category. So yeah. that, and that's kind of the pressure that goes with there. So that's why I say, you got to start with 270. Let's see how the, def- if the defending continues to look good. And then if you're hitting 270 and your defense continues to look like we've seen it, then to me, that's better than Walls. God, yeah, that, w- that's that's 60 points higher than Walls' batting average. We're not even getting to the OPS. And league average is 250. So you're really asking... League, wait, is that is that league average for a shortstop or league average? League average walk? for league average is like two fifty for the for the whole MLB. Okay. So because for a shortstop, it's probably like two thirty, right? I, I don't know by position, but just by league average. And so you, you want him to put twenty points over league average? That's how. That's that's lofty. I I don't think if if I don't think that that will happen. Um, but I see where you're coming. That that, that just means that you value his sixty eight at bats though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's very little. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, here's and he the thing. I think hitter. he was a 300 hitter in the minors. Look yeah. at it. Look at his minors. Uh, you know, 311. Uh, he had a, a 311 batting average in five minor league season and an 801 OPS. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think what's important is down the stretch of September going into the playoffs, I'd rather have pound for pound Taylor Walls because he has, you know, a thousand plate appearances to his name, three years of track record to his name. We know what he can do defensively. We know what he can do on the base paths, we know what he can do as far as drawing a walk and working a count and have an understanding of the strike zone. I think those little inches 
uh, matter at the end of the day. Um, so he's probably not going to be on the, um, you know, the, the highlight reel or whatnot, but I think he's a, a winning player and, and a player that uh, would be a, an important cog when you're, you're trying to win games in the playoffs and so forth. Agreed. So, all right. Uh, we have another episode with Evan for Friday. So be sure you stick around for that. In the meantime, thank you all for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you tomorrow.